All right, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, everybody. We have quite a bit to cover for you folks today, and I would like to thank all of you that are so used to the Krakens on Wednesdays. I decided to push it up until this morning simply because there was so much news rolling out yesterday. I didn't want to sort of stop halfway report and then say, oh my gosh, we got to do another report. So we have a nice big roundup for you folks that we're going to be covering. So let's jump into it. First and foremost, we're going to be covering news from all over the world, by the way. Hunter Biden's infamous laptop has been confirmed in a New York Times report the story was widely censored and labeled as quote disinformation by big tech companies and mainstream media in the run-up to the 2020 election this is according to the new york post.com so again let me be very clear for the sake of youtube this is the new york post the new york times this is not me i'm just you know quoting what's been stated so make of that as you will folks again if this does not speak regardless of where you stand politically in your in your views and whatnot if this does not speak to you in terms of how this whole system overall is a game in order to get us to constantly just get emotional and keep jabbing at each other, then I don't know what does. Um, <clears throat> I say this whether you uh, are lean more towards, you know, democratic perspectives or conservative perspectives. I, I say regardless of your perspective, if this doesn't, you know, objectively make you think to even a small extent, as, you know, Dr. Malone would say, a horizontal integration across multiple industries uh, of the goal of common funds, except in this particular case with the Hunter Biden story, it seemed to be the goal of getting his father in the Oval Office. So, again, if that doesn't stand out to you, respectfully, I, I don't know what would. But again, it's pretty clear um, to, to me and to... And I'm sure to all of you. The next thing is that Intel plans to build a 17 billion dollar euro, a 17 billion euro chip factory in Germany. I, I see, you know, with respects to economic strategy and what have you, maybe not for a super long term, but for the you know foreseeable future, this would make sense with respects to uh, Taiwan. Uh, if we're being honest with ourselves here, assuming I'm, I have everything in context and uh, you know context appropriate chips particularly you know nano chips and things that go in our computers in our trucks it, it, almost everything i would uh, i figure is uh manufactured largely in t Taiwan. Now, granted, I know there are some other locations around the world, even within the West and in Europe, but it seems like, again, in order to solidify more of an economic grounding in the long term, it seems like that, you know, so that certain conflicts that arise, like what's happening with Taiwan, and even Ukraine, which we'll get to shortly, don't affect any type of business, so to speak, although we can argue maybe they want it to. I could see why they would build this in Germany uh, or in Europe overall, to be, to be fair. With that being said, I, I don't think it's for me to say if this is a right move or a wrong move. I, I don't know myself at the moment. We're going to have to uh, revisit this, if you will. The next thing is that Biden called Putin a, quote, murderous dictator and a pure thug. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to leave that there. I, I don't, I mean... What are we going to do? Speculate on what the, on what Biden is thinking? All due respect, I'm still of the opinion that, you know, he reads his script. He, he gets up from his bed in the morning. He goes to take a shower. He goes back to bed. That's my that's my opinion. I'm not trying to, you know, be like Trump, make fun of him. But I mean, come on, guys, the guy was falling asleep at the, the climate summits and all that stuff. I, I don't apparently he literally I, I mean it like pooped his pants in public i think last month or the month prior so again i'm not trying to criticize him because he's a democrat if he was a republican i would say the same thing just trying to criticize him as again an alleged human who claims to be who claims to want the best for us and I'll, I'll get to that shortly the next thing you'll see what i mean by that shortly the next thing is that russia has imposed sanctions on hunter biden hillary clinton and other u.s officials in addition to joe biden and antony blinken it's tit for tat. It's a chess game. It's a chess game. That's that's how I see it. Uh, speaking of which, Russia has also banned entry to Canada's Prime Minister Trudeau. 
I couldn't help but laugh at that. I don't know what else I could say to that. Um, Speaking of which, also China has just come out and accused the United States of serious violations of human rights. So when I take a big step back, folks, what I see here personally, maybe I'm wrong, or maybe I'm missing a lot of pieces of the puzzle, so to speak. But what I see here when I take a step back is I see constant, constant, I guess you could say, um, attacks on, on the people of the world, not exclusive to any country or region. It seems to be ramped up even more than that. Just borders, barriers don't matter, particularly because of the dissemination of information via the internet, even though tech censorship is big, it still seems to be, again, the whole concept of China's doing this, you know, you, uh, Russia's doing this with Ukraine, uh, you know, Biden said that, uh, you know, all kinds of random things that you can think of to mentally distract us from the bigger picture and emotionally distract us, I, sh- I should say. Again, just my opinion, I could be wrong. Speaking of which, Ukraine's uh, President uh, Zelensky received a standing ovation after he appeared before Canada's parliament. I'm going to leave that there because I don't want to delve into this. I have a strong opinion on that with respects to the way in which things are being propped up uh, pertaining to Ukraine. Now, again, to be fair, I'm not saying people are not dying there. So I want to be very clear here. But again, I want to just kind of leave that there for now. The next thing is that Pfizer plans to seek, quote, emergency use authorization, end quote, for a second booster injection for people 65 and older, the Washington Post reports. I'm going to leave that there. Uh, I think we've done enough to cover that and, you know, where we all mentally stand on that and our personal views. I don't think I need to formulate my own view to sort of help you guys in that way too, or vice versa, to be fair, uh, because I think I even know where all you guys stand. So the next thing is that the NATO chief has called an extraordinary summit on March 24th, 2022 of this year. Biden will travel to Brussels, Belgium and join the summit. Well, let's follow up on the summit and I will report what was discussed there or at least what the claim was discussed before, you know, the cameras leave the room and all that stuff. The next thing is that the United States Senate passes... The, oh, by the way, sorry, this the NATO chief, I think Stoltenberg, calling an extraordinary summit on uh, March 24th of this month of this year. I am of the opinion the U.S. made that happen. It was just the NATO chief Stoltenberg was the face of this, of calling this meeting. But anyways, the next thing is that the U.S. Senate has passed the Sunshine Protection Act by a unanimous consent to make daylight savings time permanent. Supporters say this move would make winter afternoons brighter and end the twice changing of clocks. Okay. Again, as long as the people are okay with it and everyone's fine with it, so be it. I don't really see whatever, unless there's something bigger here that I'm missing. And if I am, please, if you're on YouTube, comment. I Again, folks, the point is we work together, right? So, um, yeah. The next thing is that, okay, I got a problem with this, and I'll tell you why. Biden signed a $1.5 trillion Consolidated Appro- Appropriations Act of 2022, which includes $13.6 billion in funding for Ukraine. I'm not trying to be socialist or anything like this, but this whole thing of, you know, poverty in America, we got to fight poverty or that mental health crisis or, you know, uh, student debt and things like this. They can send $13.6 billion to Ukraine like in a snap of a finger, but when it comes to abolishing student debt or maybe not abolishing, but, you know, putting money towards such things that help the younger generation truly flourish, which is I don't think what they truly want. They just want their kids to flourish at the top, not the rest of us. Why didn't they put any of this $13.6 billion to that? simple i'm not trying to get politics involved i'm really not folks i'm not trying to seem like a socialist or a capitalist or whatever just simple common sense again you remember when biden first got in they kept saying oh you know the parliamentarian stopping us the parliamentarian not to ramble on about this but the parliamentarian is purely a symbolic position from my understanding so that that's that's more nonsense The next thing is that Russia and India are going to explore opening alternative payment channels and the possibility of using the Chinese yuan as reference uh, currency amid sanctions. Again, I, 
I, I saw this coming. I'm not saying I told you so to any of you folks. This could turn out to be a flop for Russia and India, but it's, it seems like a strategy they're willing to try. Again, moving against the, the Federal Reserve and the, the U.S. dollar, in my opinion. The next thing is that blood clots are happening in, quote, younger and younger people, end quote, allegedly because of, quote, unhealthy lifestyles along with other factors like genetics, end quote, according to the People.com uh, article. I believe Haley Bieber is... Uh, yeah, the headline was blood clots like Haley Bieber's, Justin Bieber's wife, are happening in younger and younger people. Again, this to me is a prime example of using, you know, someone at the high level of entertainment to solidify some form of obfuscated dissemination of information that's not entirely accurate. I gotta, sorry, I'm not trying to make it a word salad, guys. I gotta be careful because of YouTube um, to sort of give an excuse for these sudden surges in these clots, right? So make the, make of that as you will. You mix that with the fact that allegedly Bieber's not even real anymore, you know, this whole clone system, Hollywood, whatever. But anyways, the, the next thing is that... <clears throat> Elon Musk has renamed his Twitter account to Ilona Musk and responds to a Telegram post by uh, Ramzan Kadr Kadyrov, head of the Chechen Republic, regarding his proposed fight with Putin. Uh, let me see here. Elon Musk, I think, responded with, Thank you for the offer, but such excellent training would give me too much of an advantage. If he's afraid to fight, I will agree to use only my left hand, and I am not even left-handed. Ilona, end quote. I guess Elon's talking about fighting Putin? I, or, um, yeah, I, again, Elon's just, he's just trolling, but again, I can't help but think this has to do with some type of mask consciousness redirection. Again, whether he even, whether Elon knows it or not, I'm not trying to say everything is a quote-unquote, you know, a tinfoil hat uh, theory, if you will, but I, I, we got to consider this, guys. I mean, look at the world we're living in, honestly. Uh, the next thing is that Kamala Harris's husband has tested positive for COVID-19. The vice president tested negative, but has skipped the other night's event. Vice President Harris was with Biden at a bill signing earlier in the day. Again, make of that as you will. Notice how it's still being reported, but all of a sudden the emotional reaction relative to that of the media and stuff is nowhere near what it was 6, 12 months ago because, of course, look how convenient we got Ukraine now, right? Now, again, I say convenient carefully because I'm not saying people are not dying. Let me be clear. The next thing is that the Kremlin, the capital of, uh, I believe, the, excuse me, Kremlin is the, uh, the name of the... Um, headquarters in Moscow for the Russian government. The Kremlin says that Sweden, Austria, could be models for Ukraine neutrality. Ukraine rejects the Russian proposal. Again, make of that as you will. There were a, a lot of, again, I, I know there's a debate on intellectuals, you know, they're, they're, it's easy for them to talk while they sip their tea and make their money in their fancy houses, whatever, but point being is that there have been not just intellectuals, but others before, and I'm not trying to defend Putin, to be fair, nor am I trying to defend NATO or the US or even Europe. There have been individuals that have said before, you should make Ukraine uh, prop it up economically and make it sort of a middle ground for both the Russians and for the Americans or for the Westerners and the Europeans. It would be a win-win-win type situation. Again, um, I'm going to be honest with you folks. Henry Kissinger was one of the original individuals to propose that. In my opinion, when a warmonger like Henry Kissinger proposes peace for a nation, you know it's bad. That's just my take, though. So, um, the next thing is that Ukraine's foreign minister Kuleba calls for the, quote, depunitization in all spheres to get rid of Russian influence, end quote. I'm going to leave that there. I, I, that's too much for me to speculate on, uh, again, with vague, um, vague words and terms like that. When leaders use such vague terms, you know, um, about trying to blame or justify something that came from the other side when it really came from them or we don't know i i'm hesitant because we have to consider the possibility we are being fooled lied to the whole gambit 
is sad but true. The next thing is that Russian Prosecutor General's office asks the court to recognize Meta, aka Facebook, as a, quote, extremist organization, end quote, according to RIA. I'm going to be truthful with you folks. I think that's a bit much, but based on the things that seem to be coming in the long term relative to the ET alleged negative ET factions that have it out for our species in a bad way, I... I dare to say that's not a bad move, but I'm being careful saying that because I don't want to be taken out of context in that regard. The next thing is that a standing ovation for Zelensky occurred also in the United States Congress, and Nancy Pelosi said, Slava Ukraina. I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, she also said, and I quote, we're doing everything we can to minimize the Putin price hike at home. I don't think the Putin price, that's not a Putin price hike in my opinion. Go to EIA.gov and you'll see exactly the stats. Again, I understand you could, you know, lie with statistics, yada, yada. But assuming those stats are even remotely accurate, this Putin price hike is not a Putin price hike. It's a, it's an American oligarch price hike, in my humble opinion. Now, Pelosi also said she was going to read something from a, a, a beautiful poem or something like that, she said, but written by Bono. I, what, who listens to her? I, I, who again? The three people at C, that watch C-SPAN while they're getting their hair cut at a barbershop or something? I, I don't know. <laughs> I... I Anyways, the next thing is that two powerful 7.3 and 6.4 magnitude earthquakes off the coast of Fukushima in northern Japan occurred. Tsunami warnings were also issued. The Tokyo Electric Power says that nearly 2.1 million households were without power after earthquakes. I have a confirmation bias. I'm going to be straight with you folks. I couldn't help but think of some type of underground, maybe not battle, but experiment occurrence. Um, I don't, depending how deep, if you will, but I... I don't want to jump there. That's my confirmation bias. That's a perfect example of me having no evidence and jumping to an alien angle. So use me as an example of why you shouldn't do that, in my opinion, folks. Um, could very well have just been basic earthquakes, but then we have to ask, were earthquakes ever truly, quote-unquote, natural relative to how we've experienced them in modern human history for at least the last 100 years or so? We have to ask that because if, if a lot of history has been either a lie or obfuscated from us, man, the whole thing's got to be revamped, right? Uh, when I say the whole thing, I mean perspective. The next thing is that Ukraine has legalized cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin after Zelensky signed a virtual assets bill into law. That's interesting. I'm going to be watching that with, um, as it pertains to a strategical perspective. Uh, speaking of which, uh, in, uh, Biden said that the U.S. also provided an additional $800 million in Ukraine security aid, including cutting-edge armed switchblade drones. Again, why none of that, even a hundred million of that couldn't go to, you know, people who are truly struggling out there for a multi, whether it's financially, whether they can't even f make enough, uh, m scrounge enough money together to eat. Uh, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. Uh, going back very quickly to Ukraine legalizing cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, we have to consider this is also a way in which intelligence agencies temporarily use cryptocurrencies as a way of funding for to continue this war. Doesn't mean they're going to these agencies and the transnational elite will like cryptos overall. Now, there, then there's the other side of it, too, which is that the intelligence agencies may have come up with crypto in and of itself. It's hard to say. Some speculate crypto was the invention of Putin. It, it, we can go on and on, folks, because unless we were in the room when these things occurred, we won't know. Um, the next thing is that the United States has sent another 500 and 800, excuse me, $585 million of U.S. taxpayer money in additional humanitarian assistance for Yemenis. Uh, Antony Blinken announced $4.5 billion have been sent to Yemen since the beginning of the war. Why that couldn't help us clear our debt in this country, if you will, and others, again, uh, not others, but help others in, in the West and all that. 
actually I'm in Canada. I shouldn't say this country. I mean the U.S. Um, you know, <laughs> it's almost like they want the war to keep going. I mean, like, I, I, $585 million was sent to Yemen of U.S. taxpayer money. Why even $100 million out of that $585 million couldn't go to any of the quote-unquote issues or concerns happening in the West? Again, almost like they don't want it to go to that because they want the problems to continue to win their next camp elections in their campaigns, to continue not doing anything and just making money and making moves for them at the top, for those at the top, but not for those that they promise to work for. So the next thing is that the United that's just my opinion, by the way, folks, the, the United States Federal Reserve has raised interest rates by a quarter percentage point or 25 basis points. This is the first interest rate hike in more than three years. I see this personally. I could be very wrong here. But again, I'm not an economist. I see this um, as a direct response to a strategical move uh, regarding, you know, what Russia and India are doing with the one and all that. So raising interest rates, if I'm not mistaken, assuming I have my my math correct, would help sort of even the keel ever so slightly. But again, it's speaks to a larger narrative of i'm not going to get into that right now the next thing is that biden called putin a war criminal for the invasion of ukraine and then shortly afterwards the kremlin said that biden's comments on putin were quote unacceptable and unforgivable it's kids in a playground pointing fingers at each other it, what we really have to look at in my opinion is what's going on underneath the scene uh, underneath the table if we can even even get there in terms of understanding what may really be happening, but it's it, it, it tells you something when those in the intelligence community in, in cases, uh, in many cases over many years, so it's not like it's just one group saying this, that when you're in the intelligence world, sometimes you're more confused than if you were out of it in terms of understanding what's going on. So again, uh, the next thing is that in China, thousands of residents of more than 100 buildings in Shenzhen or Shenzhen are taken to COVID isolation camps. Uh, make of that as you will. I have to delve into that more to give my humble opinion on that. I, I don't think anyone should be taken from any of their homes to be brought anywhere. Let me be very clear. But especially um, without their uh, own will of going. Oof. But again, I don't want to just dismiss it because say, oh, it's the CCP. We know how they are because that that's not an excuse to, to dismiss the many, many innocent people that just want to live a nice life there. Right. That are that can't. So, again, it's tough, but we'll, we'll follow up on that. We'll see where that's leading. The next thing is that Nancy Pelosi said. Uh, oh, no, no. I already reported that. Sorry. The next thing is that the U.S. continues to deplete its strategic petroleum reserve. It is now down to 33 days worth of oil supply at its current demand, one of its lowest levels in history. I wanted I don't want to make a comment on this because I don't know what to make of this yet. But I think we'll be seeing some of this come to fruition soon with respect to some of these results. The question is that if any of these outcomes are not good for the West or for Europe, you can bet that the American leaders and politicians will be blaming other nations, even though they were maybe the cause of it. And I say that because it goes back to a much larger picture of this constant confrontation between world powers and understanding the balance of world powers, not particularly with Russia, Ukraine specifically. I, I view this as a much more larger larger scaled operation if you will the next thing is that mali plans to suspend the france 24 tv station and rfi radio the relations between the countries have soured in recent months has ant as anti-french sentiment rises in the sahel region again assuming the people are okay with this i don't believe in any type of media network being shut down whether it is for nor against any again because everyone has their own perspectives which you can argue argue is you know a fractal of the uh of the overall world that we're living in, we're all 
unique because our perspectives are one little piece to the pizza or to the pie that adds up, right? Not to be overly woo-woo or esoteric or, or any of that, but it you know makes you think. So I, I don't believe in media uh, stations being shut down whatsoever. I mean, you could say, you know, Dave, you by definition, you're an independent one. I say, fair, okay, I guess that's my bias. But yeah, I... I'm going to have to leave that there because I, I would need to delve into more detail as to what the behind the scenes, the alleged behind the scenes developments were that led to this. With that being said, I still don't support a media station of any kind being shut down. The next thing is that Nam uh, Nambia has ended its mask and PCR testing and Nambia's relaxation of the rules come amid declining COVID infection rates. Again, assuming the people are OK with it and all of that, so be it. Um, the next thing is that in Nigeria, 100 million barrels of oil have been unaccounted for in 2019. Allegations of corruption have often been leveled against the Nigerian oil company. I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm shocked. I'm, what this could have happened in a in a you know in in the West, in Europe, in regardless of where. This does not surprise me at all. Not at all. So I'm just going to leave that there. The next thing is that Rwanda silencing YouTube, a human rights watch has said that Rwanda silencing YouTubers with abusive legal framework is intensifying a culture of intolerance. I understand that. I, I can see that for certain 100 percent. Um, again, with that being said, though, to be fair, even though this may not be in the, the, the favor of a lot of people. As long as the people of the country are okay with this, then again, it is their nation. Who are who am I to say at least? But again, this is assuming the people are okay with it, and the government didn't just go forward with it and ask and not ask the people for permission, which is what most world governments do, anyways. Um, the next thing is that the United Nations has uh, the UN has votes to secure a formal presence in the Taliban-ruled Afghanistan. Without using the word Taliban, the resolution spells out a new one-year mandate for the United Nations political mission in Afghanistan. Okay. You know what this honestly tells me? They milked the Middle East dry. When I say they, I'm talking about the transnational elite in alliance with some other intelligence agencies uh, in connection with private industry individuals that profited big time and then split the, you know, spread the profits around at the top. This tells me the fact that the Taliban is being accepted into the UN. It's kind of like, okay, our intelligence guys will stay there, uh, respective of Israel, the West, you know, Australia, the UK. But any, like, you know, us trying to milk it, it's done. So we're okay with the Taliban coming in now. That's my view. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm sure there's a lot there I'm missing out. So please forgive me. Um, the next thing is that a judge has approved an extradition of former Honduras president to the United States. Juan Orlando Hernandez, who faces drug trafficking and firearms charges, has three days to appeal the decision. Again, assuming this was done with the legislative process, so be it. But I cannot help but think with respects to the murky area of, I guess you could say, world politics and affairs and strategy and intelligence that, honestly... I want to know why he had to take the fall. And I say, maybe I'm jumping to conclusions too quickly, but people at the top like that don't usually take the fall unless there's some type of plan or they've truly been screwed from type from some type of internal fight between political factions. That's, that's my honest opinion. Now, with that being said, however, we also have to consider that because this is, again, uh, you know, having to do with drug trafficking and all of that, the U.S. may have actually had its hand in terms of being able to make this occur for maybe a larger reason or maybe not. Maybe I'm simply overlooking the whole thing but or overthinking, excuse me. But the reason I am, folks, in some cases is because, or I might be overthinking, is because we, we're being lied to so much. I, I, we, got, I have no, we have no choice but to speculate, right? Uh, the next thing is that another journalist was shot dead in Mexico. This is the eighth one so far this year. Armando Linares, director of Monitor uh, Mikuacan. 
I think that's how you say it, is the latest to be murdered in a spat of ki- or spate of killings that has stirred international concern. Pretty sure it's cartel-related, but I can't help but think... I, I, I'm, I have nothing to go off of this, but keep in mind, folks, intelligence agencies are well embedded in the cartels. Don't kid yourself. Um... I'm going to leave that there, but yeah. Uh, The next thing is that uh, the Peru Congress has votes to... Well, sorry, let me just say. No one should ever die, ever. Sadly, this is the reality of things as it pertains to, you know, journalists reporting on this. But again, it's... It could be someone or some an entity of sorts or a faction trying to clean house, if you will. It could be bigger than that. It could be smaller than that. So it's hard to say. And I really do mean that. Um, it, it, it sometimes could be super simple. Sometimes it could be one of the biggest, you know, uh, I guess you could say... Um, I don't want to use the C word. One of the biggest uh, workings to get collaborations, let's say. There is. So it's it's really hit or miss. The next thing is that the Peru Congress votes to debate President Castillo's impeachment. The member, the members of Peru's opposition parties have accused left-wing President Pedro Castillo uh, is morally unfit to govern. Okay, this could, again, this is politics, but again, this is not, this is when the human angle of politics come in when it really shouldn't, in my humble opinion, but again, I'm not there at the moment myself, so who am I to say? If I'm, I'm not in the Congress of Peru at this moment, so I'm sure there's much more than meets the eye in this case, no pun intended, from Transformers. Um, I, you see, when I look at this, and when I see this, I see, again, it could be intelligence agencies using funds and other economic means to get Mr. Pedro Castillo out, it could be maybe nothing external, something internal, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. But I can assure you it's definitely not what the media is saying, in my humble opinion. Um, The final thing, and I wanted to report this because, actually, second final thing, because the... um, This is exactly... I've started to realize we should probably put one or two things in every Kraken, or most Krakens, moving forward as to what we should not be looking at in this world. And this is this right here. Kanye West has been suspended from Instagram, the musician, for 24 hours after using a racial slur in reference to comedian Trevor Noah. The rapper posted about Trevor Noah after... He's wait, hold on. The rapper posted about him after he said Kanye's actions towards his ex-wife Kim Kardashian were quote, terrifying. Kanye's been criticized for repeatedly posting remarks about Kim, their children, and her partner, Pete Davidson. Um, okay. I, okay, we shouldn't even... See, the fact that I'm even trying to figure this out, I shouldn't even be giving mental time to that. Th- that's what I'm trying to say. See how I almost fell for that right there? Um, yeah. It, who cares? And I say this not because... Again, these... These people feed off of this stuff. And I say this very kindly and respectfully. We got to focus on ourselves, guys. We got to focus on questioning things in a healthy way. Look all around us. What's going on? You go out for dinners. There's something here that may not, you know. And I mean that, not to seem like a paranoid person, but I would dare to say that you're better putting your thought. You're better off putting your thoughts there than putting them in uh, in what I just mentioned about Kanye West. Now, for those on YouTube, the final thing I wanted to bring up here. Actually, this this is interesting because, again, not saying people in Ukraine are not dying. I want to be very clear. But we see here as well, for the sake of contradictory, you know, um, I guess you could... I don't want to... Yeah, propaganda, I'll say it. We see here a nice lady by the name of Linda tweeted, this does raise some questions in my mind. This is exactly what I just meant about being healthy and skeptical. We see here, for example, on Fox News, emergency workers defused an unexploded bomb. But why are they covering the bomb, the label of where the bomb is? Someone tweeted sarcastically, whenever I defuse a missile or bomb, I always cover up the identification markings on the exterior with a cloth. It, it does make you think that, there, that there's false flags occurring. 
I'm not saying that there are. It makes you think that there may be. I want to be very clear for YouTube. Again, so with that being said, folks, thank you so very much. Uh, and we will catch all of you very, very soon, both for public and members content. We have a lot of quality stuff coming over the next 24 to 72 hours and, and beyond. So thank you so very much. And we'll catch you all very, very soon. Cheers.